This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, what, did Judge hit another home run? (laughs) Well, it's great that he's hit two so far, Larry. He's going to have to hit another one for the Yankees to win this game, so he better not start congratulating or patting himself on the back just yet (laughs) because that's the only way apparently we score runs. Oh, come on, Marwin Gonzalez gave you a two-run yeah, home run did, tonight. Come did. on, yeah, come well, on. That, that's going to do him for quite some time. That's going to hold over a lot longer than Aaron Judge. Now, he'll hit another home run tomorrow night because he's in Fenway. Maybe. He'll, yeah, he'll hit another home run tomorrow. Of course, Gordon and I would give you a little fantasy football information at the bottom of the hour here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, I'll talk about the Mets in a moment. I want to stick with the Yankees because, of Gordon, I'm just telling you. I mean, you've said it before. This is the best free agent year that anybody has had in any sport, and it just keeps getting better and better. And Gordon, people still keep pitching to him, and I don't understand why. (laughs) I just don't understand why. I don't get it. You know, after he hit the second one, which was just an absolute bomb. Yeah, it went up in my house. Yeah. (laughs) Just (laughs) wave as it goes by, you know. Uh, Flaherty and and Cone are talking in the booth, and they're saying, well, you know, how I would attack him. I'm thinking to myself, why would you attack him? Why why wouldn't you just walk him every single time? With the rest of the Yankee lineup doing what the rest of the Yankee lineup is doing, why would you ever pitch to Aaron Judge? I don't get it. Even even if it's uh, first and second, Okay, there's a base open. I'm putting him on. I don't care mm-hmm. that I'm putting a runner at third because he's going to do far more damage than Stanton's done and, and Glaber's done and, and Donaldson's done or whoever's hitting, you know, following him in the order. So, look, it's good for baseball. It's great for Judge. It is. the. I, I, don't, I mean, we talked about this like two months ago. Is this the mm-hmm. greatest walk year in, 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 in sports history? It's no longer a debate. It absolutely mm-hmm. is from a personal standpoint. Uh, I don't understand why people keep pitching to him, but they do. And uh, the Yankees need him to keep pitching to him because they don't score yeah. runs really consistently any other way. Now, I'm going to sound like a hypocrite because my ace did not pitch well. And all of a sudden, I think I was back. I went back in this Cubs-Met game. Gordon, I think we're going back to the 1982 season with all these bunts that the Cubs have just scored on sacrifice and bunting the ball. They, 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 they've gone back to Billy Martin ball here. Okay, that's, they've done it. So I'm going to sound a bit like a hypocrite. But, Gordon, I just have to be honest. What is going on with Garrett Cole? You mean you can't you can't keep the ball in the ballpark? Yeah, I mean, I this mean, is ridiculous, home Gordon. Runs this year. I think it's up to 27. I think it's the third most in baseball. He, I mean, look, he gives up a ton of home runs. Uh, that's how generally people score against him. But unfortunately, he just has not been consistent. He's been terrible at Fenway. I mean, his ERA at Fenway has to be about seven. Uh, And, you know, you take a look at what his numbers are this year, and you take a look at what his numbers were last year. They're not – outside of the wins and the losses, they're Uh really not all that much different. They're pretty much on par with each other. But it just feels like this year he is having – so much of a worse year because you just can't count on him. I mean, think about all the times he's had leads. He's let them get away. He's given up a ton of home runs. Uh, it's been a very disappointing year. Now, the one thing that he has going for him is there is still to like last year he was bad down the stretch, and then obviously the the wild card game he was terrible. Didn't give the Yankees a chance. Maybe this year it will be different, but there's it's hard to have a high level of confidence in that right now. Watching him pitch the way he does. The numbers say one thing, Gordon. My eyes say something else. Yeah, My absolutely. eyes say that he 
He doesn't hold leads. Can no. can you at least judge ties the game? Okay, can you at least go another inning before you give them the run to to take the lead again? I mean, can Gordon? Can he? Can I sit down? And this, I'm not a Yankee fan, so really, I have no skin in the game. But can I sit down and look at look at the Yankees and see that he gives me? Can, can he give me a seven inning, two run, five hit performance? Can I get that from him? Unless it's against the the Twins or the A's or somebody like that, not really. No, he, I mean he does not pitch deep into games. If he goes seven innings these days, that's a lot, and he doesn't even do that very often. Yeah, but we're paying him. You know, I know. We're paying I know him what you're paying seven. him. Unfortunately, that that is uh, that money is 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 already tied up. Uh, yeah, it this is. has no been question. a disappointing overall season. Now again, it can flip. Last year, up until I think it was right around this time, he was pretty good, and then he got the injury, and then. You know, uh, he never really seemed to get right from that point on, and then they mm-hmm. went into the playoffs, and, and obviously that was a disaster. Maybe this will be different this year. Maybe he'll be fresher because he's pitched six innings and six and two-thirds and six and one-third. I don't know, but he has given up a ton of home runs, and the one good thing is he will not have to worry about facing the Red Sox in the playoffs because at Fenway Park, he turns out to be a disaster. He does. But unfortunately for, for the Yankees, usually that's where Judge and Stanton hit well in the postseason. They do. <laughs> so you, you lose one end, but you know you, you gain in the other, right? Because they, they normally hit well up there. And, and listen, if, if you were playing a weekend series, Judge might break the record this weekend. You know, that's the thing. You know, like this entire time I thought, all right, he's, he's going to get close to the record. He's going to – he might get next to the record. He might tie the record. He's – unless he really goes into a prolonged slump, He's going to blow by the record, I mean, like the, the, the Maris record, not the 73, yes, obviously, yeah, right, because right, that's right, – right. I mean, just think about how ridiculous that number is, 73. Oh, amazing. Uh, the, the year the judges <laughs> had this year, and, you know, to pass 61 is an accomplishment in and of itself, but to still be, you know, another 12 away uh, shows you just how ridiculous that number is. But, no, I mean, he, he's been incredible. He's the MVP, and – it's hard to believe that he is, again, unless he goes into some kind of slump where he just goes 10 days without hitting any home runs, mm-hmm. he's going to get past 61 for sure. Yeah, there's no question about it. Now, it looks like the Rays and Jays are going to split their doubleheader. The Rays won the first game. Jays are leading 7-2 um, as the Rays bat in the top of the ninth. So, uh, you know, it's really weird because I, I don't know who you want to win the series, Gordon. I don't know. Would you rather have the Rays win it because you, you know, the Jays win it? I mean, I don't know. It, it's really weird when these two battle each other. I mean, for you, it's great because it, as long as you win, do what you're right. supposed to Absolutely. do in Fenway, yeah. and they just knock each other off, it, it, it's easier thing. for you. Yeah, that that is actually better than the you know almost because I I don't really count on the Yankees winning all that much. I know they've won a couple of games here, and and mm-hmm. it feels like things have stabilized. At least they're not going to blow the division lead, or at least it feels that way right now. Still mm-hmm. a couple of weeks to go here, yeah. but yeah, that's the best thing to have happen is these two teams just keep splitting against each other, and and nobody's picking up any ground. They're just kind of uh, staying staying the course. Yeah, that's the good part. Gordon, I'm still concerned about the Mets. And once again, Jacob DeGrom pitches, and there's not a lot of run support. They got one run, and that was a solo home run by Peter Alonso in the ninth inning. This was, as I said earlier, a throwback to to the 1980s. I mean, I think the inning, one of the innings, Gordon, they must have been about four bunts that were hits. (laughs) And, and, And the Cubs got two runs just on just, and the ball didn't leave the infield. 
I mean, it, it, right now the Mets are struggling offensively. We've talked about it. We've talked about it. We've talked about it. And the issue for me is not just that they're struggling offensively, but Gordon, they're struggling against teams they should beat. I mean, Absolutely. come on, this should beat the Cubs. I mean, I mean this is ridiculous. It's, 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 it's not good. It's inexcusable. It's inexcusable. And, um, it, it, I mean, DeGrom's so good, he doesn't just shut down the other team. He shuts down his own team. And, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it would be one – like, that's one of the weirdest things because that is not something that's just new this year. This has been the case for, for several years now. Mm-hmm. So I get it. You know, DeGrom maybe didn't pitch his best tonight. Uh, you know, they're giving up the three runs and, and, you know, he only went the six innings. But, uh, it, again, it comes down to the offense. You score one run, you get four hit, four hits, Larry. Four hits? Four. That's all you can muster That's against it? the Cubs? Unbelievable. Second straight night, you lose to them. Yeah. Second That's, straight night, Gordon. Uh, it, it's, it's inexcusable. Now, look, it does kind of feel like the Braves have cooled off a little bit. Y- you better hope so because you don't want – I mean – you got to be able to handle your business, and the Mets have not. They they keep making it as difficult on themselves as they can make it. They do, they really do. And you know, uh, Giants have a one nothing lead as Atlanta comes to bat in the second. But you know, last night after we left, uh, left the air, the, the, you know, Atlanta got a couple of runs. I thought they were going to come back and win that game. Yeah, well, when they were on that concerned. hot streak, they definitely would have done I mean, that would have been a foregone conclusion that they would have done that. It does feel like maybe they've started to cool off a little bit, but, I mean, you know, when, when they look up and, and see that the Mets have already lost again, you, you'd like to be able to kind of demoralize them a little bit, right, mm-hmm. where they're winning yeah. every single day and they're still still in second place, and yes. you look up and you see, oh, the Mets have already won. we got to win. we got to win. we got that's not the case. It's just the opposite where they know if, hey, we just got to win this game. We win this game, and all of a sudden, bang, we're right back in it. That's right. It's, it's you know, it's, 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 really, it's really concerning at this point because you want to be able to put them away. And the other thing here, Gordon, is you want to be able to have a decent lead when you face them at the end of the month because you don't want to you don't want to be in the spot where you could go in there and, and coming out and come out oh, in second place. I mean, could you imagine you if they go into that series tied? I don't, you might have you to don't do want the show. It. I know you don't want to, but can you imagine? Oh, it's it's not what you want, Gordon. No. It's not what you want. And and they have it right in front of them. You I know, know. It's, it's one thing to have one bad series, but they've had a couple of bad series. This has been going yeah. on for a little while now. And the offense, I mean, boy, oh boy, maybe maybe Alonzo hitting that home run tonight gets him going a little bit. I I don't know. Uh, when is Marte expected back? I would think possibly by this weekend, Gordon, maybe he'll yeah, be able to like get they back. Really are missing him. I mean, they can't oh, they miss him to a be lot. missing anybody, but yeah, they're missing him for sure. You know, and Ruff is not hitting, and Vogelbach is not hitting, and nobody's hitting. No, I mean, Ruff, Ruff I, I've hitting. seen enough of Ruff. I don't know. I'm sure Met fans have seen enough of <laughs> yeah, Ruff. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Ruff is rough. He is rough. He is I understand rough. why the Giants let him go. Yeah, I, I get it. You want who now? You're rough, Dan Ruff? <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we could work out something yeah, on that. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. You you sure you want him? Yeah. <laughs> you know he struggled this year. You sure you, you sure you want him? <laughs> it's unbelievable. It is. It just is. It just is. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll take your phone calls. As I mentioned at the bottom of the hour, we'll do a little fantasy football for you guys to uh, guys and gals to get ready. This is the day where you start looking at the waiver wire. And boy, I tell you, it's not a good day. This waiver wire is going to be interesting with quarterbacks, huh? You got you. <laughs> yeah, Dax injury is a big one. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so it doesn't take long for things to heat up. 
It does not. It does not. So uh, I think we'll, I think Gordon's got some tips for you. So we'll do that at the bottom of the hour. But we'll take your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Gordon, you got it. You got it. Javis Familia is in for the Red Sox. I mean, Gordon, yeah. you can't score off this guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come yeah, on, well, Gordon. Un- unfortunately, Aaron Hicks is up at plate, so <laughs> let's not get carried away. It's, not, it's a standoff, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, Javis. I mean, come on, Gordon. Did you, now, I'm just worried. Like, did, did they pinch hit because lefty-righty? I mean, I think Aaron Hicks is... I mean, every once in a while, he'll work out a walk. Well, he could get down the pesky pole. He could wrap it around that pole, Gordon. But he's, he's been just as bad against lefties as he is right against righties. I mean, he's terrible against everybody. He's due. No, yeah, he's <laughs> o- he's overdue. I got a I got a, a library book from the third grade, Larry. That's not as overdue as he is. Oh my I hear what you're saying, but you know what? I mean, you know, he might he might surprise you. I mean, he it, won't. It is. It is Jerry's familiar. I'm, you can't I'm predict baseball you. with Aaron Hicks. You can. You can completely predict baseball. I'm just telling you from experience, Gordon. Uh, you got a shot. Yeah, you got well, a look, shot. Maybe a it may not be pitch, him. Maybe a walk. You know, it may not be d- him. The one thing about Hicks is he does have a good batting eye. Mm-hmm. Now, if the if the pitches are in the strike zone, can't do anything with them. Can't yeah. do anything with them. Yeah. All right, Gordon. Before we get to the calls, listen to the Cubs fourth. Okay, this is the Cubs fourth inning. Give it to me. Reyes singles to right. Mm-hmm. Hap singles to center, Reyes to second. Hermosillo hits for Ortega. Hermosillo sacrificed, gets to first on the throwing error because Ortega was hit on the, the ball. Yes, hit and Buck argued that call. Yeah, because they thought he hit the bat, but you can see it hit right. his fingers. Okay, so Hermosillo sacrificed, gets to first on the throwing error by McCann because he ran in the – he ran in the – you're supposed to run on, on the foul side, Gordon. He ran right down the first baseline. Yeah, and he got All away right. with it. And got hit mm-hmm. by the ball, okay? All right, so half to second, Reyes to third, okay? Now, the base is loaded. Gomes, sacrifice, fly to right, Reyes scored, half to third, so it's 2 nothing. Wisdom, sacrifice, half scores, Hermosillo to second. Sacrifice, he scored a run on the sacrifice. Then, then Rivas fly yeah, to center. Come up with a plan to take down Jacob deGrom. Two runs, two hits, one error. I mean, Gordon, one of the hits, didn't even leave the, the only one hit left the, left the infield. Yeah, the defense oh, was not great. No. And they, and they they got some more bunts later in the game too. So see, well, I tell you, who who got on base? Well, he walked. He, yeah, yeah, he walked. Like if you just throw him strikes, he can't do anything. He's powerless. He's pow- <laughs> He's like Freddy Krueger, like the first Freddy Krueger, where you turn your back to him and he's powerless to do anything to you. If you throw strikes to Aaron Hicks, he's completely powerless. He can't do uh, anything. Well, we'll see what happens with Marwin Gonzalez. Uh, One for three tonight. Big two run home run. Yeah. He's Marwin Gonzalez, that's like when I come up with a good idea, my wife says, that's a good idea. I said, that's me, sweetie, for three more months. I'm not going to have another good a good idea for three more months. That's his home run. He's not going to have another one. He's not going to have another big hit. I'm trying to do the reverse jinx here. I know He's you are. He's not going to have another big hit for months, you. Larry. I got you. He's got a shot. Spike's in St. Pete. Hey, Spike, what's happening? Hey, boys, I got about a minute's worth of voice for you. I think today, yesterday, Robert Sala hired Julius Randle as his advisor for press conferences. <laughs> That's a great move. Get a, uh, go, go rank out the fans. That's a death warrant for him. And as far as familiar against Hicks, man, two losers. And maybe the Gonzalez will walk. What do you can't? Then you can't walk Judge. You know, batting him first. Yeah. They load the bases. I, I might judge. walk him anyway. <laughs> I, might, I, I might still walk him. 
<laughs> you know what, Gordon? If I could recollect back to Bonds when they walked him a few times with the bases loaded, I, I'd love to know the score. I'm assuming it's a 4-5 run lead. You know, he's not going to walk in the go-ahead run. But the Yankees, this is great for the Yankees, boys, because Tampa and Toronto splitting makes you a winner right away. You know, you just got to win a few more games. I think they'll be fine. But uh, I, I still don't think they're going anywhere. And the Mets just, every time the Grom's out there, they don't hit. We've talked about this for years. I know. So I'm going to get off and you guys can entertain me while I uh, get my voice and throat back in shape. And uh, I enjoy listening to every second. Larry, don't worry. My buddy, other Beaver, says it's okay. DeGrom wasn't that bad tonight. He no, he wasn't that bad. It's just that they don't score for him. Spike, get that voice better. Thanks for the phone call. They just don't Sounds score like for him. Sounds like Chris Collinsworth over there, you know? I mean, you sound like he was yelling at the game. Yeah, <laughs> you understand. Absolutely. Uh, Ryan's in Rockland. What's up, Ryan? All right, guys, I have the volume off the game on. I'm listening to you guys. I'd rather hear the chatter right now. Um, they're up in Beantown. It's overtime. But first, before I get to the meat and potatoes, I mean, um, Judge is now going into uncharted waters, too, because uh, his next home run will be 58. He'll tie Fox and Greenberg for the most home runs by a right-handed hitter. And I would tell people, if you catch any of those baseballs, don't don't let Reggie Jackson come out there and talk you into giving you the ball for a couple of bats. I know he's out in Houston, but they might fly him in for this because that was his job for, for years. Uh, hold on to that ball and auction it off because, hey, you won the lottery with that. Don't give it back. That's nonsense. Uh, the thing now with the uh, with the Mets, I mean, they got to get the offense going. Maybe they weren't used to seeing guys sacrifice like that. They haven't seen that, but I guess the strategy was let's try to manufacture one or two runs against this guy Jake because he's probably not going. He's going to give up a donut anyway. So let's do, and that's what they did. They just made it look good. Uh, the Mets offense again. We've seen it with the Yankees. When it shuts down like that, you got to rev it up. My solution was. Uh, Who's your two hottest hitters in the minor leagues? Bring them up. You know, some of these guys on the Mets, to me, they're not major league hitters. Now, as far as the Well, I'll say this, Ryan, and thanks for the phone call. I mean, you know, they brought up the kid Batty. He got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they brought he was, right. he was he was hitting well going in, in home run. He was hitting well. So they brought him up. Alvarez, they're not going to bring up now. Yeah, I'd love to see him. Is yeah, he know, over that ankle thing or no? I mean, they brought uh, up the kid Vientos as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure about him in the ankle. I'm not. But, uh, you know, listen, the way McCann's hitting, and he and listen, he's hitting better, and he still look, he's hitting badly. And um, oh, no way. I mean, it's unbelievable. Wow, look at that. Marwin Gonzalez didn't come through with the big hit. Just <laughs> just strike out. Just, you know, me a favor, just just strike out yeah. and just, you know, give it to the next guy. And of course, listen, not, so, he hits into a double place. Now Judge is up. And he's going to be what? first base wide open. And, uh, what, what, gee, I mean, this is what they should have been doing the entire time, of course. Uh -huh. But now take me through this, Gordon. Judge and Stanton batting one-two. Well, look, I understand your your offense is struggling to score runs. So the idea is, hey, let's get our our best hitter as many as bats as possible. You know, he can run into one and and you know wreck the game kind of thing. Now I understand Judge Stanton yeah. batting second. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they had Larry. They <laughs> had one game last week where Judge was hitting leadoff and mm -hmm. Kiner Falefa was hitting cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is not a joke. This is not something from the onion. Isaiah Kiner Falefa was hitting cleanup. And Judge was hitting the, the guy with 55 home runs was hitting leadoff, and the guy with a slugging percentage of about 300, he was the cleanup hitter. I mean, it doesn't make any. I, 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 
I, I'm open to the uh, the analytics. I'm open to different kinds of thinking. Mm-hmm. Not who, this. who who ran those numbers and said <laughs> this is it, guys? I've got it. I, I got the lineup for tonight. Uh, he should be dismissed. Yeah. Well, look, this would be a perfect time to get Stanton going. He hits yes, well in this be. ballpark. He does. You, you need him to get hot at some point. Yes. And if he gets hot at some point, he can carry you for a week or There's two. There's no question. But carry for, not, he, he carry for a couple. He carry for yeah. a month when yeah, he gets he rolling. Does, he has not. He has not looked like the same guy no. for a very long time since he's the All Star look, break. He's look. He looks lost, Gordon. Yeah. He looks like he's not. I, you know, I, I understand most of it is guessing, but he looked like he guesses all the time. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. And pitches away, off speed pitches away. Gordon, he's got no clue, no clue. He's just swinging. He's just hacking away. Like me on the golf course. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll come back. We'll get get your fantasy questions ready. We're gonna do a little quick fantasy segment for you guys to get ready for this week. That's next on ninety eight seven ESPN. This is ESPN New York tonight. Uh, Gordon, what I tell you about Jerry is familiar. Yeah, look, what I tell you, he, he did come through eventually. Took the Yankees a while, but Glaber Torres, a big bases clearing double, and the Yankees have taken the lead at Fenway. Oh, it's a beautiful thing, Larry. I knew, I knew my guy would help you out. I've seen him. Believe and, and me, Florial uh, ran the bases like I would, uh, <laughs> stumbling around third base, falling. He's not down, used to being on up. base. Yeah, he's he's not used to being no. We'll start our fantasy segment in a second, but Gordon, I, I just have to say he has proven why he has not been up. He's Florian. been horrible. Yeah, yeah no. he's been I mean, horrible they, they in the outfield. Yeah, no, they don't. They, he's they dropped don't look the at ball. As, uh, I mean, he's like he's awful. He's been awful this time around. Yeah, he really not, has. He's not been good. No, he hasn't. All right, let's do some fantasy football. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Now, going before we get to the calls, I want to just run a couple of things by you. You know, because I'm I'm I'm. I've been toying with fantasy football for a while, but as you could tell from my cover five performance this week, <laughs> I, you know, these, I don't need any more stress. Okay, I don't. All right, but let me ask you this. It's only one week. Yeah. So if you're a fantasy owner, how do you how aggressive can you be when you're really not sure who's doing what yet? Well, see, that's the thing, Larry. When when you do this type of stuff, you realize week one, that's a chance for you to get a real find early on in the season. Now, look, it's a gamble, right? It's, it's kind of a little bit of a lottery scratch-off ticket. You're hoping to, to cash in on that. Uh, so, But, yeah, you got to be aggressive early on, hoping for the boom or bust. Now, what you want to make sure you don't do is you also don't want to panic. Mm. So you don't want to be letting go of people that are on your team that you drafted pretty high up just because they had a bad week. But if there's somebody late in your, you know, on your roster, if you're, if you're carrying a second defense for some strange reason or there's a spot there, you're like, you know what, I'd like to have a little spot on my roster going into the season where if I feel like there's something available on the waiver wire and I can jump at it, I don't mind dropping that. So, yeah, you got to be aggressive, but you don't want to be over-aggressive. Perfect example would be like Kadarius Toney, right? Mm. Kadarius Toney was a player that a lot of people probably took sixth, seventh round, maybe a little bit later than that didn't do a whole lot week one and you're saying to yourself well you only played what seven eight snaps you're watching other guys be involved you're watching Kenny Galladay be far more involved than Kadarius Tony you gotta you gotta 
stay the course with guys like Kadarius Tony. It's only one week. You got to remind yourself of that, even if you lost. When you lose week one of the fantasy season, it already feels like things are spiraling. So you got to you got to show a little patience. All right, a little Robert Sala action, huh? Spiraling yes. out of him. Right. <laughs> Keep receipts. Taking those names down, I'll shove it down your throat. <laughs> All right, Gordon. So with that in mind, who's your number one guy this week? Well, look, there's a couple of interesting ones. One, Elijah Mitchell got in, uh, injured with uh, the Niners. And the Niners running back position is fantasy gold. If you can ever correctly identify who is going to be their running back, that is, that's a great spot to be in. The problem is it's very difficult to do. Now, the next guy up seems like it's going to be Jeff Wilson. He's been hurt a lot, and they have a weird kind of running game now with uh, the quarterback out there as well as Debo Samuel. Debo mm-hmm. has been running and, and runs in touchdowns, so <laughs> Jeff Wilson's going to be a hot name on the waiver wire this week. It would not be one that I would be going after if I had you know one spot on my roster to improve. I really like uh, Curtis Samuel. The wide receiver with the uh, with the, the 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 Washington Football Team, the Commanders. Uh, I think he's going to have a big season this year. He was a guy that I toyed with drafting late in the in the draft, and he came up and he had a lot of targets. I think he had 11 targets on Sunday, nine catches, had a touchdown. They were using him out of the backfield. It looks like he's going to be very involved in all aspects of the offense. So that would probably be my number one guy this week. I got to tell you this, Gordon. If I <laughs> If I had Russell Wilson, I, I, I'd i be looking. Maybe I need another quarterback with, with the way the coach coached that game last night. He yeah, hurt court, me. Court, he killed me. Yeah, he did. Um, well, look, if they would have run in either of those from the one-yard line, you'd be feeling a lot different. And uh, Nathaniel Hackett, oh, my God. I mean, you know, we were on the air, so we didn't get the full scope of it. And I went back and watched it later. Oh, it was it was, it was even worse. <laughs> it was even worse in replay than it was in real time. So, uh, yeah, quarterback is a tough position sometimes. It depends on what's available. The one guy that kind of jumped out to me, and I, I wouldn't suggest you go out and get him, but if you're desperate for quarterback help with Dak's injury, uh, Carson Wentz, I thought, put up hmm. a good performance. He does have a lot of weapons there in uh, Washington, so maybe that might be a guy. He's not rostered. He's rostered probably in less than 20% of leagues, so that would be a guy I'd be looking at. Now, obviously, uh, Saquon Barkley has been a big hit after the first week. If you drafted him, you're very happy. Running back that huge position, who are some of the other names that owners might be looking at? Well, there's some other guys out there. I I would not be jumping at them again. My first thing would be to see if someone else would jump at them and Hmm. see who they end up releasing. But Jamal Williams in Detroit, he got a lot of carries. He kind of splits the carries. He gets the goal line work with Detroit. So that's an interesting name there. And it's always kind of been a split between him and, and Swift in Detroit. So there's plenty of opportunities there. It looks like the offense has improved. Uh, Khalil Herbert is a guy who I really like in real football, mm-hmm. but that Chicago offensive line and those, yeah. I, I just don't know about that offense this year just yet. I'm going to need to see more. Uh, I like him more than David Montgomery, but I don't know that I'd necessarily be ready to jump on him just yet. Obviously, Jeff Wilson's another guy that uh, seems like he might be a, a possibility. And then another guy, again, if, you, if you're in a big league and you're looking for a name, Isaiah Pacheco, he is the, I think I guess he's kind of like the third string running back with the Chiefs. You always want to buy mm. into big-time offenses. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, CEH had a very big performance, but I noticed the only, other guy, the only guy on the Chiefs who got any goal line work, and it might have just been because the way the game went, was Pacheco, who's a rookie. I think they, they drafted him in the sixth or seventh round. And he got 60 yards and a, and a touchdown. So any and and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has had his injury oh, yeah. issues in the past. Yeah, definitely. So you always kind of want to be keeping an eye on who else might be 
you know, the next guy up. I wouldn't necessarily say you jump at him if you're in a shallow league, you know, if you're in a smaller league, but if you're in a deep league, 12 teams, that might be a guy you're looking for as well. It's ESPN New York tonight. It's our fantasy football segment. You can give us a call, 1-800-919-3776. Gordon, before we go to the phones, we mentioned running back, we mentioned quarterback. Let's talk about the receivers and tight ends. Uh, well, obviously, I said Curtis Samuel. That's the definitely guy. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested in Garrett Wilson. Seeing It was very he little good, that I saw he? of him. But uh, Garrett Wilson's a guy. Obviously, Joshua Palmer is a guy with the Chargers, with Keenan Allen's injury. That would be a guy that I'd be focused on to see if he's available. Um, there's some other guys I'm trying to think. Uh, Curtis said Jahan Dotson with, the, with Washington. He had a big mm-hmm. performance week one as well. Uh, there's plenty of receivers out there. Uh, Jarvis Landry had a big performance in his opening game with the Saints. So there's plenty of guys out there. It's just whether or not you want to make that jump. And then in terms of tight ends, there's two guys that are interesting to me. One is Gerald Everett, the Chargers tight end, because with Keenan Allen being out for at least this week, it looks like, and maybe longer than that, it looked like Everett had already a pretty established role, and now might that might increase because of the the catches that are, Keenan Allen has a, has a ton of uh, of um, receptions every single week. He's a major focus of that offense, and that's again much like the Chiefs' offense. That's an offense I want to buy into. Anything I can buy into those type of offenses, that's certainly one. The other one is um, Taysom Hill. Taysom mm. Hill is listed as a tight end on some leagues. I know he's t- listed as a tight end crazy. on uh, ESPN leagues. And the thing about that is if he gets in there and does anything as a quarterback or does anything as a running back or catches passes, he might actually turn out to be like a, like a secret weapon. So he's available mm. in a lot of leagues. Uh, that would be one if I needed a tight end. That's an area I might be looking at. That's interesting. That, 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 that's a that's a good tip there, Gordon. That's a Thank good you. one. All right. Um, you sound like you know what you're talking about. So what picks are you might be a little concerned about after the first week? I know you're well, not panicking. Yeah, you don't want to panic. But, yeah, I, w- I would say one would be uh, C.D. Lamb. Uh, he did not look good. You know, there were yeah. some questions about that Dallas, um, the offseason that they had, not really uh, adding anything and, and then – making him he used to be the number two receiver amari cooper's not there so he's taking over the one role it's only one week but the fact that the quarterback's now out he didn't exactly uh, distinguish himself so that would be one guy i'd be a little bit worried about and then the other guy i'd be a little bit worried about and he's another first round pick usually is derrick henry you know those yeah. running backs especially those power backs sometimes they lose it very quickly and Derrick Henry, look, credit the Giants for the performance they put on, but Derrick Henry coming off the injury last year was having an amazing year, but those guys sometimes lose it a little quickly. There's not much you can do about it. I'm not saying to release them. I'm not saying to cut them, but that mm-hmm. would be one guy if I took him in the in the first round, you know, the sixth, seventh pick, I'd be a little concerned about right now. They're like boxers. You see them get all walk into the ring. <laughs> that sometimes happens, especially the guys that, you know, are take the playing the contact. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it is. All right, Gordon, let's take a phone call. 1-800-919-3776. Abdul's in Newark. Hey, Abdul, what what do you got for us on the fantasy question? Hey, how you doing, Larry and Gordon? I have a fantasy issue. This is week one, the most important waiver wire week. Um, I need a running back badly, and I have three options. One is Jeff Wilson on the waiver wire. Yep. Rex Burkhead and Daryl Henderson. That's kind of hard to choose. 
Yeah, I mean, Henderson's another guy. Usually he's a little bit more rostered. Um, if I had to pick one, I'd probably – I like to go with the highest upside, so I'd probably go with Jeff Wilson. Burkhead, to me, I don't really want guys that are going to be part of, part of bad offenses. Uh, now, he catches passes, but he's had some injury issues in the past as well. I don't think that offense is going to be very good. So, Burkhead, if, on that list that you gave me, I'd probably go Wilson 1, Henderson 2, and then Burkhead would be a distant third. All right, Abdul? Thank you so much. All, All right, really good luck, my friend. That. All right, no problem. Nice job, Gordon. Look at you, Mr. Fantasy Guy. Well, you know, anything I can do to help out. You're a good man. This is ESPN New York Tonight. You okay, Gordon? I mean, they're making it. I mean, can we just... (laughs) Boring is fine. Can we have, like, a nice boring win, please? It's now 7 6. Oh, wild pitch. And it was wild, boy. That was like. It really was. Whew. That was rough. It was. It was. By the way, can I just can I just ask you a question? I'm looking at Peralta. Yeah. That's a heck of a tattoo that the Chapman had, huh? That's kept him out. Yeah. Yeah. I take an extra day. You can't. I mean, how could you trust him at this spot? You can't. No, you can't trust him. You can't. You really can't. And look, this I don't know if Peralta will get out of this. Who knows? He gives up a two-run home run. He has shh, had a very good season. Shh, don't say that. Well, if I say it, it won't come true, Larry. That's okay. the way I like to think. All right. All right. Uh, in San Francisco, two-run home run from Swanson. Harris the second with an RBI, bringing in our old friend Darno. It's Atlanta four, Giants one, as the Giants come to bat in the bottom of the third. 1-800-919-3776. Yes, sir. I mean, you have to. If you're the Mets, you can't expect the the Braves are going to do it for you. <laughs> no, right? you got you got to help no. yourself. No, you have to do. You got, listen. You got to beat the bad teams. Absolutely. Atlanta lost to a very good team. That's the only team they lost to was Seattle. Was it last? You can't even. I don't know if you could go back and figure out the last time Atlanta lost two in a row since since they lost four out of five to the Mets. I don't know yeah, if you can go back and find it. Yeah, you might not be able to. Yeah, that's I mean, how good they I mean, are. These, They're consistent. These are, these are bad law. I mean, you can't be losing games to the Cubs, man. You can't be it's losing two. games to the Nationals. Two, exactly. With Jacob DeGrom on the mound. I mean, and Pittsburgh, you lost one. Yep. It's not good, Gordon. It's not. It just isn't. It's, it's, it's making it's, it's interesting. Making oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Lonnie's in Long Island. What's up, Lonnie? Hey, Larry Dan. How are you guys doing? Hey, Lonnie. How's it going, fellas? We're good. What's going on? Well... I got a couple of questions. One on the Yankees. Yes. First and second, nobody out. What? I'm so sick of Boone. He, he just don't know what he's doing. Why don't they bunt them over and get a run in? You can't score. Get the run in. Do something. That's my first thing. The Yankees, until they get rid of Boone, they're not going to win nothing. That's how I feel. All right. My second, the, the Jets. I, oh my, I, I, what is going on? We had a great draft. I'm thinking that we're going to look better. We we look just as bad as we looked last year. I, oh, I don't see no different. I, I'm just hoping that it's going to get better. But how does it get better? Uh, Wilson, I don't know what he is yet. I'm, <laughs> Neither I really do they. Know. No. <laughs> he can't, he can't know Lonnie. what he is when he's not playing in games, right? That's the whole thing. Yeah, thanks for the phone call, Lonnie. I, I, I'll look, take, I thought the defense ahead. looked better. They did. The defense yeah. played well. Until, until they got gassed. Yeah, right, until they were done. Right. I mean, they were on the field forever. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, and, and they had their – listen, they had their, their issues. There's no question about it. But 
let's wait and see what happens this week because, Gordon, we talk about adjustments, right? I want to see what they're going to come out and do offensively this week. I'm really curious. How are they going to start this game? Hey, Gordon, why don't, why don't you shock everybody and come up, start out with an up-tempo? How about that? How about starting out with an up-tempo Can you do offense? That? Can you do that with Joe Flacco? I mean, listen, if the offensive line is going to be like it was last week, I think you should. I think you should. Listen, hey, Gordon, if it's good enough for Brady in New England, it's good enough for you. <laughs> well, I would like used to, see, to do it all I, the time. I'd like to see them remain a little bit more balanced because yes. the running game I didn't think was that bad. It wasn't. And then all of a sudden they got down and it was like, no, we got, we got to pass our way back. You're not going to pass your way back into games with Joe Flacco. No. It's got to be primarily running the ball and having success running the ball. Maybe you're able to do some play action. And then, you know, every once in a while, hit a shot here and there. But Mm -hmm. it's not going to be, you know, 59 passes. That's unbelievable. (laughs) That's unbelievable. You would think you were down 21 points in the first quarter. Yeah. Even then, it's not – you don't throw the ball 59 times. Absolutely not. Absolutely and the, not. And the other thing about the, the you know, everybody saying, oh, they had a really good draft, but, but, but the kids played one game. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, yeah. and Garrett Wilson, how many plays did he play? Not enough. Not a, not a lot. Right. I'd so like to see him like some to more. See him a little bit more, yeah. But I mean, he, again, he made some things happen when he was that out one there. play, yeah, absolutely. Like, you, you got to see some of the talent all in that one play. But, yeah, yeah you got to see a little bit more of it. Now, I would say what the thing that he has to be coached up about is you got to know where your, you got to know where your first down marker is, young man. I will also say that I will. I would much rather see Garrett Wilson uh, than Corey Davis at this point. Oh, it's not even a question. Yeah, I think I've seen enough. It's of not Corey even a question. You know, and I, I he get picked it. up right where he left off last yeah, year on the drop. Yeah, the idea in a big spot. Oh, you know, you know when the game is over, he makes catches. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. After we've lost, hey, hey look at that catch from Corey. Right. Ah, it's great job. Where were you, where were you when we needed you? I mean, you know what? Today is like the off day in the NFL. I wonder if the Jets had some field goal kickers come in and kick, kick the football around. <laughs> well, didn't they sign a punter today? They should have. If they yeah. did, they needed to. Yeah. They needed to. It's so bad. <laughs> Never mind. Buddha's in the Bronx. What's up, Buddha? <laughs> Yo, listen, that Peraza wild pitch was Rick <laughs> Vaughn wildish. <laughs> Yo! It I'm was. sitting there. I'm talking to my wife. I'm like, listen. First of all, I'm, I'm sitting there, and when God, when Gonzalez is up, I, I told him. Well, I, I like, I felt it. You understand what I'm saying? Like you said, Gordon, you just strike out. You do that for me. You right. know, the third, the third pitch. Okay, that's a strike. That fourth pitch. What the hell was he swinging at? That joint was high and inside, and you know, and I knew, I knew he was grounded into a double play. But, you know, let's give Glaber some, some, some credit. That was his biggest probably at bat of the season. He's not trying to pull nothing. You know, he just went with the pitch. I mean, I respect that. But, you know, whoo, like they did not make it easy tonight at all. Not at all. <laughs> they never do. Oh, God. Listen, you know, um, with the Jets, I got a Jets point. I got a boxing point. I mean, uh, you know, with the Jets stuff, there's going to be a thousand one conversations, Flacco, this, that, and the third. I just got a, two questions for you. When uh, Joe Douglas took over, was the offensive line a question? Yes. Yep. yep. Is it still a question? Yep. Yep. Was the quarterback position a question? Yep. Yes. Is it still a question? Yep. Yeah. 
Okay, moving forward, let's talk about boxing. Um, you know, I got to be honest with you guys. Listen, you know, I love Canelo Alvarez. You know, he's my favorite guy of any sport. Him. I love him. Uh, you know, I, I really don't need to see you fighting Triple G for a third time. <laughs> no. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. If you could move up and you could fight Bevo and you can do all this light heavyweight stuff you've been doing, you can stay at your regular normal walking weight and give Charlo a shot at Benavides at, at the worst. But you know what, bro? Like, you know you know what's crazy? I'm sitting here, you know, getting my daily Joy Taylor, and I got to see on the bottom of the screen, Tyson Fury is getting ready to fight Anthony Joshua. First of all, Joshua lost to the guy that you're supposed to be fighting. I don't know how you get a, a title shot after that. But if you're going to do that kind of foolishness, wouldn't you fight Andy Ruiz? You see, this is what boxing, like, they, they lose credibility. They lose fans. I mean, you know, Canelo is talking about how Oscar's not the golden boy and all these different. Listen, Canelo, we all know that Oscar loves cocaine, and we all know that Oscar <laughs> loves prostitutes. I don't need you to tell me that. Like, could you fight the best person available? I mean, like, what what are they doing to the sport, lad? Lad, what are they doing to the sport? It's all about the money, my friend. Thanks for the phone call. And until the money is right and they can get the fight, the folks they want to sponsor the money, it's it's, it's you're never going to get the fight you want. That's why MMA is blowing them away, because MMA puts people in there, Gordon. They put right. one they against two. It. Right. What do they people do want? It. This is what we'll give them. They, they'll put them. In, I mean, look the card this weekend. They changed the card in the middle of the week. <laughs> They changed the whole card in the middle of the week before they put it on last weekend because yeah. they know this is what fans want. They know. It's unbelievable. But that, that's the sport of boxing. That is. It's been that way for a long time. A long time. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.